It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Welcome in. It's Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Yes, I'm not wearing my jacket today because the man to my right <laughs> is a walking billboard today. That's right. Look at this. NASCAR day. South, South Point, Point 400. 400. Right. Playoff race in NASCAR. Getting going this afternoon up at the Speedway. About 20 miles or so from here, Vincenzo. Yeah, we could, uh, and today's Sunday, so we could get there quicker. Uh, although the, the uh, traffic. That little, uh, little area yeah. around Tropicana, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is right now. We could take no. Las Vegas Boulevard. And All the way through. Five, five, yeah, yeah, get us right out there. How, How was it last night? How was the turnout? Or yesterday? Good. Xfinity race. Riley Herbst. Yes. Hometown. It's title town. We got the Golden Knights. We got the Aces going for back-to-back. Riley Herbst, 40-1, to 1, Alex. Yes, very 40 nice. 40-1 to 1 yesterday. And, of course, the South Point 400 today with a litany of props um, to, to win the race. We've got uh, blocks of four drivers. In, uh, we didn't do head-to-heads, but we did blocks of four to uh, finish ahead of each other. Um, will the winning car be odd or even numbered? Pick the winning manufacturer, things like that. So good, uh, good stuff, and um, folks, uh, folks love it. Again, like everything else in town, we talk about um, when there's an event locally, how much more business we do, at least twenty five percent or more, and uh, this is no exception. No, oh, it's uh, look, it's a fun, yeah. fun day out there. That's right. The next when the festivities are back next spring. Vinny, yes, mm-hmm. you'll we'll, we'll all have to go up there. Oh. Be a we sports by the book party up there at the race yes. next next spring. And uh, the, the South Point Midway is a is a great lo- great venue. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. So yeah, definitely. But uh, we'll have it on today too with the uh, with all the football that's uh, that's going. Absolutely, a a regular card in the NFL. Vinny, uh, by the way, Alex White is here as well. I, that's I, right. I have, to, I have, to, I have to mention that Alex is here. Of course. Most important, uh, Garoppolo the jersey today. Uh, much more predictable than Tyler Bass of yeah, a few weeks absolutely. ago. Absolutely, uh, I'll say that for sure. Uh, Vinny, well, before we get into the games that have not started today, yes, there's one game going on right now. Of course, across the pond, boy, Baltimore is doing their best to keep Tennessee alive in this game. They just settled for a 20-yard field goal. It is 21-13 with 13 minutes to go. But Ryan Tannehill. Back to the locker room, limping. Mm. He's taking a whole boatload of hits today. So I think we're going to see Malik Willis try to lead the comeback here, Vinny. That's probably not a good sign if you have Tennessee plus the points in yeah, this game. Um, and, and the Ravens were the side today in terms of the betting interest. So uh, four on the opener Sunday night. Uh, a brief a, a brief take uh, on Monday, but uh, the game closed five. So it's it's been all about the uh, the Ravens uh, from the uh, the betting side of the counter. And uh, the total bet over to 42. So, I, listen, both – I mean, the Ravens' defense is playing well, but both offenses is really it, – it, it looks like a London game, doesn't it? Uh, a bit out of sync, Alex? It really does. And that is why I'm on under the 42 and a half. I was starting to sweat it out a little bit there with that interception. I thought we we're going to start getting some more points on there. But feeling pretty good right now. I love when Alex has an under because it's <laughs> you, you hear the words field goal – Field goal's good with under. Yes. Field goal's good. Yes. Excellent. Especially with, first, especially with a short field and a first and goal at the seven. Very good. Uh, and look, I, right now, we're just watching this game. I, I brought it up with Tennessee. Vinny, home field advantage doesn't ma- mean much of anything in the NFL these days. No. But I think there's right. two teams in the league that 
you may not think of having home field advantages that I think there is a difference of how they play away from their home stadiums and how they play in their home stadiums. The short sample size so far this year, I understand it. But Tennessee, and we'll get to the Falcons in a moment in a home yeah. game, I think those are two teams that you would not think of having a home field advantage that if you look at home road splits, they are different teams so far this year. Yeah, well, we're going to get to the Falcons here. Although, believe it or not, they they bet the, the commanders. No, in this I know game. they have. I know that the thing is the Falcons find a way at the end of games, right? When you, when you look at last week, uh, you look at the green Bay game, the same thing, Jeff. So, um, home field years ago used to be an automatic three. It's not, it's not anymore. Teams travel better. Sometimes teams, I think feel better away from home. They're more relaxed, Alex, when, when, when they're playing, um, a couple of teams, uh, a few teams still have a home field advantage. Uh, I would say Kansas city, although they they don't care where they're playing. And Seattle. Yep. And then to Jeff's point, the Falcons and the Titans. And we were lucky last week with the Falcons with minus one and a half. I think we're on them again today. We'll see if uh, they can pull it off for us. So Ryan Tannehill, real quick, uh, they're getting a card for Tannehill. So it looks like his day is going to be done. So this is Malik Willis throughout. It's an ankle injury for Tannehill is what uh, the report has been on the broadcast. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. 21-13, 12 minutes to go. Tennessee with it at their own 34 in a second and one. And now a uh, a first and 10 after Derrick Henry works very hard to get a yard and a half. Mm. Uh, Derrick Henry, a touchdown as well in this game. Uh, at other shops, the most bet anytime touchdown player in this game. And he gets home for the public, including myself <laughs> being part of the public for that one today uh, with Derrick Henry. All very right, good. let's get into the rest of the Sunday card. We we mentioned Atlanta. They're first on the card here, 253, 254 in your betting rotation numbers here in Nevada. Washington, Atlanta. It's down to one and a half. Total's 42. I'm a little bit surprised. Now, Vinny, this has been a whirlwind of a betting game here because you guys opened one and a half when you opened it last Sunday night. Two and a half. Are you open? You did open yeah, two and a half? I did open two and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, uh, That's okay. You know That's what? all right. No. Vinny? I pressed the wrong books Sorry. page there. My mistake. What? Yeah. Wait, you only ha- don't you only have one book? <laughs> uh, I, Oh, on my on my page in front of me, what the? there there are multiple books that begin with the letter S and hit oh, the other one. And all right, okay. Um, hello, John Murray and, yes. uh, and you uh, can and shop. Company over there. You can absolutely uh, but shop. I encourage that. You open the two and a half. Two and, and a half on and Sunday and half, night. Yes, down to one and a half. Forty-two to total. I look. I, I'm. I don't think either of these teams are particularly good. Even though <laughs> there's an argument to be made with Atlanta that if they had a better quarterback, they would be a team that not only could win the NFC South, and they're still a team that could win the NFC sure. South, yeah. uh, but they would be a legitimate threat potentially to Philadelphia and San Francisco and Detroit in the NFC. But as I said earlier, I, Desmond Ritter has been dreadful in the two traditional tr- true road games. He was awful in London against Jacksonville. He was even worse against Detroit in week three. He's been okay. At serviceable home. at home. He's right? been serviceable at home. And against a team like Washington, that should be enough to get it done today. Uh, I laid a I laid a dollar twenty five on the money line, Vinny. I I did not bother with laying a point and a half. I just will lay the extra fifteen cents and we'll go from there. Yeah, not a lot of movement on the total. Just a little uh, uptick uh, earlier in the week, maybe a half point, a point depending on um, you know where you where you where you looked at it. But yesterday, again, two and a half. This game didn't didn't start moving, Alex, until overnight. So uh, now we're down to one and a half. I finally do not have money on the Falcons. I think I have this whole time. It has been a roller wow. coaster for me too. But I do have them in a contest, of course. Falcons minus two and a half. Going with the Desmond Ritter at home. I think they can get it done. Especially 
the Commanders start out 2-0. We're thinking that, oh, maybe they're really good. But they played the Cardinals and the Broncos, and now we're seeing exactly why they won those games so comfortably. Um, I also put a little bit on Drake London for um, over receiving yards, over 44 and a half, and a little on John U. Smith, their tight end, who is actually has the most receiving yards of Very anyone good. on their team right now. That's part of the reason of what has been wrong with Atlanta's offense. And it's not to disrespect John U. Smith, who is a perfectly fine NFL tight end. You have Kyle Pitts, right. Drake London, you have Bajan Robinson on that offense. No reason that John U. Smith should be leading the team in receiving, but Hey, Desmond Ritter's comfortable it's, with him. That's that's why that has been the case. Safety so far. valve, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And the Commanders they gave up two hundred and thirty receiving yards last week to DJ Moore. So that was kind of my angle Very on good. this one. Good so the time. Commanders, you brought them up, Alex. They have two. They're two and three. The two wins came against Arizona and Denver. And I know people have pushed Arizona up in their power ratings, but I think that's mostly because we had them historically bad going into the season, and right. now they're just a normal regular mediocre to bad NFL team, Vinny? Think that's uh, safe to say on Arizona? I think, listen, I think they, they play very hard, uh, and, and I think that the, you know, we talk about teams with great expectations, right? Yes. We also talk about teams with uh, minimal return expectations, and that was the case with uh, with, with the Cardinals early on. Um, you know, they may be getting back to that, you know, to who we thought they would be, right? Especially today, they won't, they'll, they won't have James Conner. Uh, so, I, I think that um, and, and we'll get to that game against the Rams in, in a bit. But one thing about the Cardinals is that people talked about, you know, they use the word tanking. Again, throw that out. T teams don't tank. Pros don't tank. These are people, you know, players and coaches that are fighting for their jobs. So um, I have to tell you, they play with more spirit than some teams that figured to be better than than their record is now, right? I mean, it's the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. So, um, but the Cardinals now, you know, a, a bigger uh, a bigger dog today than they we'll, we'll get to them a little yeah. later. They're in L.A. to take on the Rams, the number one survivor play across the board today, the L.A. Rams. So, so we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, anything else on this Atlanta-Washington game? I, I think I think we've yeah. covered it here. Where good. Atlanta's just a better home team than they are on the road, and Washington again. Two wins against bottom barrel teams in Arizona and uh, Denver. They had to work to win that Denver game as well, coming back from three scores down. Oh, this is a doozy next. We go to Chicago. Hey, the Bears are no longer winless. They got their win last Thursday night, pounding the commanders in Landover, Maryland. And they take on the Minnesota Vikings, who are without Justin Jefferson. Mm -hmm. He's going to miss at least four weeks with that leg injury. And it would not be a shock if he misses more with the way this Minnesota season has gone. Kirk Cousins, the report this week from Adam Schefter, is that Cousins is not going to waive that no-trade clause. So... We can probably shut that down. The Jets, the Falcons, whoever else may be in the market for a quarterback at the Halloween trade deadline two weeks from now. Vinny, this game right now, Minnesota, open three, went to two and a half, went back to three. So anything but Vikings but by three for you guys is okay. Yeah, there's a few, uh, you know, threes lingering out there, right? Uh, uh, and again, the three being the most key number in the NFL. But um, we never got, we never went to three and a half. I sat with Chris Andrews, director here at South Point, right before we came on the air, going through the numbers to see, especially the games uh, that that went through key numbers. Uh, this one did not go to, to three and a half. However, the total is down uh, almost five points from the forty nine opener, and I was sitting at uh, forty four and a half. But you mentioned Jefferson. I, I wonder too. I know he waived it. 
Um, but it's a distraction too, right? And again, if the right deal comes along, he could he could change he could change that, Alex, in terms of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I was a I was a little shocked to see that report. I thought he may want to go to another team and help them try and get to the playoffs to the Super Bowl. I did see a three and a half out there throughout the week. I grabbed it with the Bears here. I mean, throw out their records. I think we're going to have a good game here between these two. We and we usually do. We've seen six good quarters from the Bears now. If you count the first two and some against the Broncos and then they just fell apart and then last week of course against the Commanders they looked good they looked like they were starting to figure things out offensively so I think this will be a close game I think Bears can cover three and a half that's a good that's a good it's a take and that's a that's a good play Alex that's uh grabbing a good number no thank you on this game for me. no thank you no thank you not this even is, in game this uh, well in game any any game is possible in game any especially, NFL game especially is possible on in Sunday game. Yes. yes any any NFL game yeah. is yeah. possible in game but for this one oh, it's an ugly ugly looking game here uh with two teams that have not have found ways to lose so far oh, yeah. this year uh especially on the Minnesota front the Vikings laying so. 3 here this morning Jimmy Vaccaro just walked in I I, I, you ask me, right? And I tell you the same thing every time. You say, are we going to see Jimmy? And I say, the possibility, the yes, is always a favorite. Well, he, uh, he handed some tickets over to Jerry, so. Uh, Taking some photos. We'll, All right, we'll, we'll show we'll him here. Fi- we'll find those out in a few moments here. All right. Big bets that have uh, been taken here at the, uh, at the South Point. Thank you. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds good. There you go. If you didn't hear that. She, uh, she, Jimmy, Jimmy just said she wins, you two lose. She so. took three and a half with the Bears, so she's already ahead of the game. <laughs> Miss Alex. Go ahead. Here, Jimmy, you want, to, you want to come to your microphone? Your mic, Jimmy. We got there you. you. Go. Here there it comes. He in. Say that Say that into the microphone. All right, here's a couple. First of all, when you go to two and a half with the Raider game, they bang, they bang you. So they, we took 20,000 minus a two and a half. Okay. Looks like that's going to be it for the day. Like they're going to take the three or obviously lay the two and a half. Okay, a couple, basically, you know, a total over 36 in the Brown game. That's a $5,000 bet. And then plus 10 on the Browns for another 5000 But here's something that's a little interesting. At the Rampart, or obviously our satellite station. Dwayne Colucci's place. Colucci, my man, he does a hell of a job out there. Yes, he, he does. does. He really is a good kid. Yes, he does. And you know what? He just took a round robin. 2,000 and 5,000 away and one four team and the guy invested 20,000 to win 80,000 and he's got the Jets and he's got the over there and he's got a, but what I'm getting at is like everybody here can start to see people like to take shots anymore I mean they want to like bet a little to win a lot although it's very very hard to you know do that but I'm telling you it's the next big wave that's been waving us for about the past 10 years where people mm-hmm. like to come in. And in, in a sense also, I mean, that's a big bet with a round robin. Yeah. You're throwing a round robin. How many that. teams on the round robin, Jimmy? Can you read it? Because we uh, we couldn't get the ticket because uh, it's from the rampart. So round robin being a series of yeah. parlays and teams. Three by, three, by two, three by two and one by four, right, Jimmy? Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so, okay. But you can, give, so you can have group, that because. Uh, grouped, grouped by twos. Uh, four teams grouped by twos, and then the all uh, with the uh, the four teams. I wonder if this is the same better who came in there, Jimmy, because Dwayne tweeted a college round robin picture on Friday yeah. that had yeah, that's our guy. Yeah, same guy. So uh, mm-hmm. so six six some better went in there a six by two mm-hmm. on Friday uh, that had Oregon plus three and a half that right. one, A and M outright that lost, Florida outright. Sorry, Alex. 
That one got there. Uh, Missouri, they got there also. That was a good one, though, for he you. He smiled. Uh, and Texas State and then UCLA, which did not get there. And tell the other thing. I mean, you interrupt, young lady, but I'll just tell this and get out of here. Now, with these with the round, or no, excuse me, with the straight bets, the Browns over 36 for 5,000. And the and the uh, the and the Browns plus the ten for five thousand. So you're getting people to bet the same team, one with the you know the total in it, one with the side in it, one with the best number in it. So uh, it's a new era of people betting these type of things. So we welcome them. So I'm out of your hair, guys and girls. We'll see you later, Jimmy Vaccaro. Everybody always love having those are uh, those are five thousand away, three twos, uh, any all. Okay, twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. That is. Is a pretty hefty round robin there, Vinny. Yeah, yeah. Chrissy just uh, sent me that, but uh, over at uh, Kalucha's place. So, so just uh, I, I, for for us, we we all on this desk know, but Vinny, just in case we have some right. new betters out yeah. there, real quick, that happened to have stumbled upon us here today, just quickly explain to everyone what yeah. a round robin is. So, a round robin in this case, you, they're uh, they're grouped. So, you, you take three teams uh, in this case and group them in two team parlays. Okay, so you have three twos and then the all, uh, which is one three-team parlay. So that's uh, a, a round robin is a, a group of teams, and they are grouped by, depending on how many teams, in a series of, of parlays, which can include the all. So okay. that's, uh, that's uh, how, that, how that works. Well, if you, uh, again, if you're new to this, it's always good to explain sure. as well. And mm-hmm. some people would be like, wait a second, I don't know what that is. But now, uh, again, there's your... Your explanation. I'm sure Robert. it'll be a series of uh, a rush to the counter. For, someone, uh, the, someone the out there is going to be someone out there is going to bet around right Robin. At, I love round, round Robin. Round Robins are free. I, yeah. I do. I bet a, a six six teamer yesterday by three. Okay. And it worked out very well for me. All six actually hit. So that is my question. Did though. you have an all? Did you have, <laughs> did you have an, an all, all or well? no? No, I didn't. So six six teams grouped by three. Yes. Twenty bets. Twenty bets. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good. Not Alex. for not for very much, but that's you know, okay. We're right here. Nice ticket. <laughs> the green is very pretty, right? <laughs> you know. You know what's interesting? Seriously, what in in that case? So you have to hit fifty-two, almost fifty-two point four percent, almost fifty-two and a half percent. If you're laying eleven and ten on straight bets to break even, but if you if you hit fifty percent with those, Alex, you're you you may. You made money, except you swept the board. Six for six. I do bet. Who do you I, like today, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my problem I'm, is giving out my best bet because I don't care. I, some of these I did give out, but I have Oregon plus three and a half, and I have Oregon State. I actually took Oregon State money line on this, but mm-hmm. I yesterday on the show I said I leaned that way for both of those. You well, know, where are you, lean, where are you leaning today, it. Alex? What's hey, look, look, yeah, look Al, Alex. My rule of thumb is if you give out a lean that's not Good an job. official play, it's a one hundred percent hit rate. Good job. I, that, so, so it it just it's just the way it looks sometimes. That's what Alex um, does. Let's uh, let's go to Cincinnati that's and nice. Seattle. Let's see, whatever Jimmy comes in, things get derailed here, Vinny. No, it's listen. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's just another direction. You know, we've got true. all. You are right. Listen, it's right. To... It fits in with our our road construction around. We have cones on every road here, so <laughs> Jimmy gets us. He navigates us around that. Absolutely. So. Uh, Cincinnati and Seattle next. Alex and I are opposite on this game. Uh, Bengals up to three. Vinny from two and a half earlier in the week. Yep. Uh, open two and a half on Sunday night, and then uh, kind of bounce back and forth early in the week, but. 
Solid three, two-way action. No Higgins. Or, or Higgins, I think, should be back today. Um, and I think, Jeff, the uh, uh, the actives and inactives. Uh, they're out. I'm just going to uh, double-check that. It, re- it, as of released. this morning, it looked like Higgins was going to play. We did, we did see a, a, the best of Joe Burrow so far, like last week, right? I mean, uh, and and what I think what the difference was, he was able to throw the ball downfield, Alex, and felt he seemed to be more comfortable. He was a bit more mobile. So uh, this one is three, and uh, the total, not a lot of movement here, 45-46. So you have who in this game? I have the Seahawks, of course. I've been pretty high on them all season mm-hmm. long. You are right. Everything you just said is correct. We saw a good Bengals team. We saw... Joe Burrow actually being mobile and throwing it down the field. But that was against the Cardinals, mm-hmm. the, who they're supposed to be, and who they probably would have been a much bigger favorite against if we hadn't seen their previous three or four games. Mm-hmm. I like the Seahawks. I don't think we've seen the best of them, and we've even seen them come back and win against a really good Detroit Lions team in Detroit and take them to overtime and win that one. So grab the points with the Seahawks here. And then Jeff, of course. My, my, I laid it with, with Cincy. I, I, the one concern with last week's win is that the yards per play still was not there for Cincinnati. They were sub five yards per play against the below average defense in Arizona. That's a little bit alarming. Even in a week where Burrow looked a lot better. His, he was able to throw the ball He was able too, to throw right? the ball. Chase, Longer. Chase was awesome. Finally, finally, yeah. for people that own Jamar Chase in fantasy this year. Right. Um, that is the one concern. Seattle is off a bye. The last time we saw them, they sacked Daniel Jones roughly 5,000 times on that Monday night. Uh, but that had more to do with the Giants than it had to do with the Seahawks. But it just hey, you just have the feeling, though, and I, and I brought this up on Friday when Chris was in with us, Vinny, where Cincinnati could have been done and buried here through the first month plus of the season. But when you let a team with the quality of players and the quality of quarterback that Cincinnati has hang around and hang around, that's when it's like, okay, we're in week 14 and the Bengals are tied for the AFC North lead with Baltimore. And it's like, how did this happen? Oh, it's because you didn't bury him when you had a chance to bury him early in the season. Still a lot of talent there, yeah. right? And they figure to get healthier. Higgins is a go. Higgins is in. Yeah, yes. so, so you're, you're on the Bengals. I'm on, I'm on Cincinnati. Alex is on the Seahawks. Yeah. And Vinny's happy because we have two-way action at the desk. So this game lands three, and you pay right. us. Well, you pay us both back, okay? That's and we'll just tra- or transfer the funds. However you, yeah, tra- however tra- you direct. Transfer sir. the funds to uh, to, to, <laughs> to the, the next uh, game to the game on Sunday night, which we'll get to later in the show. All right, one last one here, and then we're going to take a quick break because I want to go over this with Alex because this game, Vinny, you're going to be very proud of Alex here, <laughs> and this is something we're going to start doing on next week's show because. We're going to start having some content from Alex on the website about look-ahead numbers that Alex has bet. Now, for this week, you and I talked about this before the show, the two big ones this week are the same numbers right now as you bet them on the look-ahead. One of them was Tampa Bay plus three. That is still three, even though there's some three and a half during the week. We'll get to that game later. And the Eagles laying six and a half against the Jets. Most of the market is six and a half. There's some seven now with all the secondary injuries for the Jets. But this one. This one, though, is a little bit different than those two. We go to San Francisco and Cleveland. Of course, no Deshaun Watson. B.J. Mm-hmm. Walker gets his first Brown start today. Yeah. It's nine and a half now behind us and across the board on this one. But, Alex, last Saturday, you went in. You took a ridiculously good number on this game. Right, and I have to give credit to my dad. I talked to him last Saturday. 
kind of talking about the show from the college and then look ahead to Sunday's show. And he's like, you know, you really need to make your numbers for next week, NFL, go mm -hmm. in tomorrow, bet at least three games that you like, maybe half a unit, then you can jump on it again throughout the week or you can get off of it. And so I took the Niners minus three, thinking that that was probably the Deshaun Watson number with him being in and knowing that it would move if he was not playing. So I am sitting at 49ers minus three right now. That's a, that's a great number. I mean, we opened at five and a half on Sunday night. So, um, and, and, and we got as high as 10. So did you, you take back, did you take some 10? See, and Jeff asked what? me that too. I have not, um, I think I'm just sitting, going to, Okay. Here with this good I, I actually agree with not middling back on this game um, with, with, because now, now that it's Walker, it's a totally, obviously, totally different handicap on this game. And Vinny, we talked about it on Friday. I mean, obviously, this number bounced around, and it was built in as the week went along that Walker was that it wasn't going to be Watson. That's why the number didn't really move when Watson was officially ruled out uh, later in the week. The Vinny. initial money came in on the Browns. Yeah, no, so that's not a surprise. Night, you know, not a which, surprise. Uh, which. Uh, again, but as we as we learned, uh, and in the adjustment, uh, uh, all the way, you know, through seven, seven and a half, eight, and uh, yeah, touch ten. Touch yeah, we 10. did touch ten, and that yeah. that was the threshold to to get buyback. How is the total done? I do have a little bit on under thirty nine as well. Ben, we're thirty six. You're still okay. better. You're uh, you're you got a, a good number on the total as well. I, I will say this on the total. I, I you know. San Francisco's offense was dominant last week against a top-flight defense in Dallas. Now they play another. Cleveland doesn't still has not fully garnered the respect oh, right. of how good they are defensively, yeah. and they are through the first five week, four weeks of the season, they're one of the five best defenses in the NFL. You could argue they've been the best defense in the NFL through their first four games. I just wonder, with the way that Shanahan has been able to scheme against everything in their path, mm -hmm. you have a thirty-six and a Niner game. You get thirty-one points out of San Francisco. You just need one score out of Cleveland, and you're in a yeah. lot of you're 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 done at that point. If you bet the under thirty-six at this number, I think you could make a case that this Browns defense may be better than the Cow the Cowboys. There defense is a case absolutely that, that was was so good too. Is look who look who they when they beat the you know the Jets and the Giants that that really padded their their stats right. But mm -hmm. um and to, to the to the Niners' perspective. You know, I, I've got to tell you, defensively sound as well. Uh, but the thing about it is, what what Shanahan's done uh, with Purdy to to just manage, you could stay within his skill set, and and him to play within his skill set. I think that's been their key so far. Um, but if you're getting ten points with a an NFL team at home. Uh, that's when, and, and when we got to 10, that was professional money that took it. So I don't think that's a real surprise. Not at all. Right. And to you guys' point, Cleveland, they are the best defense in yards yeah. per game. And then we have San Francisco, who is third. And the Browns have been the best defense against the run. So we'll see what they can do in this one with McCaffrey. That's right. There they can go, contain Al. him at all. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break, guys. When we get back, an interesting battle in Houston today. New Orleans on the road at the Texans, short favorite. An AFC South rematch as well. First rematch of the season we've seen early. I don't know why we're having right. the whole season series conclude by week six. But, hey, NFL does some weird scheduling at this point. And more when we get back. Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. The bright lights, the glitz, the glamour. 
It all means nothing without a shot. A chance to turn dreams into reality. To change your destiny. To make history. Nothing is given. Everything earned. It's more than a race. It's a shot at a championship. Uh, let's go get a championship baby. The NASCAR playoffs return to Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the South Point 400. October 13th through 15th. At South Point, we want you to have fun, but we also care about your well-being. Guests have access to our private, state-of-the-art fitness center. No need to miss your workout when we have everything you need, even fitness classes. Be well and be strong. And after your workout, you can look your best and feel even better with a visit to the Costa del Sur Salon. Revitalizing manicures, pedicures, haircuts, and colors for both women and men, because you deserve to look your best. Our gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Megabucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world. Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun. And our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part? Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn and so much fun to play. In addition to blackjack and roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Makara, Pie Gout Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun. Welcome back in at Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Alex White, Vinny Malliola alongside. Jimmy Vaccaro may pop in again. Who knows? That's right. We never know. Never Make, know. As Vinny said, veering us around the cones, as always. <laughs> uh, our guy, Jimmy. Uh, bet type, bet, ama bet amount, uh, bet number, right? I know I got the order wrong there, but it okay. still, uh, still gets the uh, job done. All right, let's, uh, go to, uh, let's go to Houston here. NFC South versus AFC South. Uh, the market actually kind of moved on this game at some other spots over in the last... 30 minutes here. Vinny. We just moved. Uh, you just right, moved to two and a half as well. Uh, to two. The two. Okay. We, we, were, we came on the air. We were at a one and a half um, uh, on this one, Jeff. And <clears throat> open two, uh, went to two and a half. So this is kind of bounced all over the place, up and down. You know, you kind of, you try to go up or down uh, the ladder, depending on how you came up or down the ladder. And uh, this one uh, back to two now and uh, 42 on the total. So that's a, a move to the over. There's more more over money in this game, although that that's come down too a little bit, Alex, as we were as high as forty two and a half. If there's two teams I don't have a feel for, it is these two that are playing mm -hmm. each other. Last week I gave out under for the Saints and the Patriots, and it got there, but for no reasons that I mentioned. I thought the Patriots would give Derek Carr trouble scoring, and they go out and shut out the Patriots. So. Mm -hmm. I don't have a play on this one. Just, I think the number's where it should be. Yeah. I think Houston's better than New Orleans right now. Now, I'm not saying that will be the case at the end of the year. And I know New Orleans is over 500 and Houston is under 500. Last week had more to do with New England than it did had to do with New Orleans. The Patriots are just in such awful straits right now. Oof. 
that that game was never competitive. No. And for Houston, we talked, we've talked about this all year with Houston. Vinny. They play hard. They do. They're really well coached. Stroud still has not turned the ball over yet. And this has been a very impressive. And again, it's a two and three football team. And I could be doing what some are doing with the Cardinals here and overrating a team that I thought was going to be really bad. That is not really bad. Um, but this Houston team, this feels like if you want to take a shot on a dog here, I don't have a problem with that in well, this game. You bet them on the money line. Yeah, I take would, a price exactly, exactly rather than exactly lay a dollar ten, and yeah. uh, you know you can uh, you, you could take the twenty or eh, probably fifteen twenty cents. Fifteen twenty you know? cents, depending. So on where rather than would, lay lay a dollar ten, I mean, if you like them plus one and a half or two, you like them to win the win the game, have a chance to well, win the game. So, for what it's worth, all those two and a halfs are gone. It's back to two. Yeah. Everywhere, so, so. Um, but again, two way action overall. Um, uh, I, even though the records don't show it, right? I mean, you, you mentioned the fact that the Saints um, are uh, have a, a better record here of these two teams. I think you can make a case. Uh, that the Texans are a little bit more consistent, but they're still in rebuild mode. The Saints had much higher expectations, uh, particularly with Carr going into the season. We, uh, we are going to have uh, some chicanery here in London all of a sudden. Malik Willis, big pass play, the first and goal at the six. Uh, it's an 11-point game. The total and the spread are both in question now. Uh, Willis is going to get sacked on first down. So total... Vinny, uh, on this one for Baltimore and and Tennessee, you guys closed forty two and five on this one. Yep, Ravens five total forty two. <laughs> so uh, and a defensive penalty on Baltimore is going to give another play to Tennessee. So here we go, right on the total. A very important two point conversion could be coming if well if get Tennessee the end scores a touchdown first. here. So uh, yeah, <laughs> this is uh, coming out on a wire on uh, on all the numbers here in London. At the end, Alex is hoping that Tennessee has to settle for a field goal here, which still could happen down 11 uh, here late in the ballgame with 141. Tennessee is out of timeouts as well, so it would be onside kicker bust at this point for the Titans if uh, if they were to score here. Uh, Willis is, well, Willis is just no idea what he's looking at. Not a clue. Sack there on first down again, so we'll see how that plays out over the next 90 seconds. All right. Let's go to this one. This is the first rematch of the NFL season. Indy at Jacksonville. We saw this in week one, and it was a game that, quite frankly, the wrong side ended up getting there on the cover because uh, Indy was covering all game long. Richardson threw a late pick, set up a Jacksonville touchdown. Indy at first and goal at the three, didn't get in, and Jacksonville covered 31-21 in that one in week one, 14-0 in the fourth quarter. The difference for that game. Now the scene shifts to Duval. The Jags coming off their 2-0 swing in London, beating both the Falcons and the Bills. Gardner Minshew's in. We yep. may not even see Anthony Richardson again based off it, the reports that were coming out this talking morning. about a season-ending yeah, surgery. He yeah. did not finish that. He had to it, come out. He, he came, came out, out of that game gun, and yeah. then came went back in the game. With the knee that game. Uh, that, that, yep. first, uh, that first one. And so... Uh, but the better still like Indy here, Vinny. They do. I mean, uh, again, another team that's uh, I think overachieved in the minds of betters. And Minshew's listen. He he Minshew could be the regular starter for several teams uh, in in this league, and um, including a couple in at MetLife. I always I feel obligated to, obligated to, make, to say mention that. that. Um, open the Jags five, um, and more Colt money has shown. I mean, there's Jags money today. 
but uh, this game is sitting at four and forty-four. It's uh, got as high as forty-six and a half uh, off the forty-five and a half opener, Alex. And I like that right there. I took over forty-five and a half because these two teams do play up tempo. We've seen that with the Colts mm -hmm. all season long. And then this is a different Jacksonville team than the Colts saw in Week One. We talked about it last week. Mm -hmm. We really started to see their offense click in London. So I'm expecting um, a lot of points in this one. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's it, it's a weird spot for both of these teams because Indianapolis last week, Minshew played the majority of that game after Richardson got hurt. Indy won that game. They covered against Tennessee in a divisional game. Jacksonville's coming back after two weeks in two London. Weeks. We have never seen this before with someone coming yeah. back from England for two weeks and playing the next week. Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't even allow, all teams had buys after London up until a few years ago, and now they're, they can take it whenever they want instead of taking it right after the London game. So it's a weird spot for both of these teams. Yeah. I have no, I, I like Jacksonville here, so I'm opposite of what I was in week one. Uh, I think we're overreacting a little bit to Minshew. I, I, I like Gardner yeah. Minshew. He's a good backup quarterback, but I think we're getting a little too aggressive with how much we like Gardner Minshew here. So I like Jacksonville in this game, especially the better number right now. If I were to bet it, I would be on the same side as you. I also don't disagree on the total. I don't mind this game going over as well. I don't like Indy's defense, even though they've been better than I expected so far this year. All right, Vinny, you ready to go to 14-point favorite here in week six? Mm. And they're not even the biggest favorite on the board this No, week? they're not. Miami, 14-point favorites against Carolina, total 47.5 in this one. This game, uh, we did touch 14.5. We we. We were 13 and a half at one point and 14 and a half. We're sitting at 14 now with the Dolphins favored. Uh, 47 and a half. Not a lot of movement on the total. Uh, look, Carolina just really trying to figure things out, especially uh, uh, young at quarterback. And it's this is you know a learning curve that uh, is going to take some time for the young man, right? I mean, the biggest difference between college and pro uh, is the speed. And uh, I think that when we look at Stroud, Young, and Richardson, I thought Richardson had the better first couple of weeks. Uh, I think Stroud has actually read the game better than all three. And Young is uh, really uh, has struggled. And I don't think that's, uh, uh, you know, that that's not going to change anytime soon, Alex. I agree, Vinny, with exact that order you said with our rookie quarterbacks. Um but I think I think he'll start to figure it out a little bit. I don't think it'll be here against the Miami Dolphins. I don't have a play in this one. I lean a little bit to the over. Um, selfishly, when the Dolphins put up 70 on the Broncos, I was working the last Aviator Sunday game, so I didn't actually get to watch it, and it's very different watching on your phone. I would like to see them put up a lot of points in this one. <laughs> you know, this yeah. is this, if there is a sleepy spot in the NFL – this would be the sleepy spot for Miami because you play Philadelphia next week on a Sunday night, which the best game of the early season so far in the NFL. And you're playing your second consecutive awful opponent. Played the Giants last week. They covered. Now they're playing Carolina's the only winless team. I don't believe in look-ahead spots in the NFL. Vinny, you and I talked about this earlier no, in the week. But maybe some letdown. But this is one of those where, all right, Playing a team that's 0-5, Bryce Young doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. Maybe this is the spot where Carolina, and also 14, the NFL back door is always wide open that's with a number like 14, that. Yes. Uh, it's part of the reason I haven't bet this game, is Carolina's look so bad, but how ca I, I can't justify laying two touchdowns with Miami in this game. 
So it's Correct. a stay That's off. Exactly it's right. a stay off. Ashane out. Um, yes, Ashane is out again. So. Uh, or not again, but out uh, after the knee injury suffered right. last week. Here's By the way, own. quickly in London. Here's your on side. Here, buddy. quickly in London. Tennessee got back to third and goal at the 20. So Vrabel kicked the field goal to make it 24 16. Onside kick unsuccessful. Baltimore is going to win 24 16. Alex, you survive Ooh. on the under. Ravens backers, out. Ravens backers don't even have to survive a two point conversion attempt. So, in the end, under and Ravens gets home in London at 24 16. And the Ravens win their fourth game of the year and move to four and two. Tennessee now two and four. All right, let's go to the later kicks 425 Eastern, 267, 268 on your card. Detroit. At Tampa Bay, as we all expected, the first game to change time slots this year for the better. Uh, Detroit, Vinny, three-point favorites against the Bucks. Lions, of course, eviscerated the Panthers a week ago, covering a big number. Mm-hmm. Tampa didn't play last week, but the Bucks, one of the bigger surprises in the league at three and one. Yeah, here's another game, right? Toggling back and forth between three and three and a half. Open three and a half. They took it uh, late, uh, went to three, uh, laying it. So taking three and a half with the home Buccaneers. And the uh, and laying three with the Lions, good two two way action overall. Again, uh, for us, we don't want to see the Lions uh, by three. Under money has shown uh, down to forty three right now, and uh, again, right presently sitting with the Lions at three. I think it's a fun game, and I think you know we're talking about teams that are, are surprising, whether it's surprising to the success or surprising. Uh, the opposite way. I think the Bucks are over surprised. One hundred percent positive. I do too. They definitely are. I'm taking the three and a half with the Bucks here, coming off a bye. Healthier team. We do have Mike Evans. There was questions about that. He will be playing. It's good. As far as I saw when I checked this morning, um, the Lions are still, you know, dealing with injuries. I I agree with Vinny. I think this will be a great game, and I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be um, slower and lower scoring than a lot of people are anticipating so nope. which me which yeah. gives which, me hope for my dog yeah, yeah. Uh, underdog of course you get the under you're going to be trending better there as we know i you know i think the lions are legit are they're legit i do this oh, is yeah. a legitimate super bowl contender which we've never been able to say really about detroit except for the few years when barry sanders was there and even then that was a little bit of a stretch even then it was yeah, yeah. but this is a legitimate argument that this could end up being the best team in Lions' history. And it's a weird spot for Detroit where they've won they they've won the road games this year. They won as an underdog week one in Kansas City. They were a road favorite in Green Bay for the first time since before I was on this planet. There you go, Vinny. There's your age reference for, Thank the, you. for, for today. Thank you. Um, even though Jerry beat me to it uh, on the tweet for the show today. Beat me to it. Um, but uh, – but for Detroit, they've handled a lot of things that you always question with a team that's getting used to this favorite role. They handled winning a divisional game on the road as a favorite. They handled a team that they're supposed to beat up as a big favorite, and they did. Now they are on the road against a team that has a really good defense and their favorite. This is another one that if Detroit continues to show this, hey, they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender, this is another box to check. Covering and winning on the road against a good, good defense. I'm staying off of it. I do. I would lean to Detroit, though. I would lean to Detroit. I think they are capable of checking that next box of the road to legitimacy here in this 2023 season. Very good points. I agree 100%. If they do win this and cover, then, yeah, 
well, they get Baltimore next week. That's a pretty good football game. Yes, it is. This, uh, this is a veteran team that they're going against, right? Yep. Let's face it, uh, offensively uh, and defensively. And you can, you know, given his his journey, uh, Baker Mayfield, his, his mileage and his stops and what he's gone through, he's, uh, he's as good a veteran as you're going to find. <laughs> Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, the, the total tells you too that um, that if the Bucks are going to to win this game, uh, they don't want to get into a shootout with uh, with the Lions because if the Lions get behind, they, their their capability to come back is as good as any as anybody. So I think that's what you're going to wa- watch. But as far as the number goes, uh, uh, if you if you like the the Bucks, Alex took the right number at the, grabbing that extra hook. Yeah, it would be three and a half. On that would be the only number I would take with Tampa at this point. All right, let's go to the game Jimmy brought up earlier. I think you're two, you're not seeing another two and a half here today on this one. Raiders yeah. three point favorites at home against the Patriots. Just a little due north here at Allegiant. Vinny a toggler three three and a half three two and a half three on this one. Definitely don't want a three in this one. Obviously, right? I mean that would be a dead middle again. Uh, if the Raiders win a game by three, we're paying off all the Raider money. Uh, at two and a half, uh, all of the Patriot money at three and a half, and refunding everything at three. Does it happen? Yep, it does. And if we, uh, it, it, you just, you just live, you go on to the next, uh, the next game. Uh, but that's the definition of it, of of the middle there. Um, you know, again, Raiders drawing the majority of the action here. They've they've drawn action all year, Alex, uh, and. I have a feeling they they drew your money here today too, given your Garoppolo jersey. <laughs> they did. I am on the Raiders <laughs> today, girl. and I have two separate straight bets for this one. But I'm also on under 42 and a half. I mean, what we saw out of the Patriots last week, I'm kind of um, you know fading them. But then on the flip side, I think the Raiders' defense can build off of what they did last week against Green Bay. Um, we heard it from Max Crosby and. A lot of people are using Coach Prime's, you know, slogan these days. But, you know, they were like, it's personal. It's personal. Everybody said we're the weakest unit of Las Vegas. So they really stepped up. I think that was the best performance we've seen from the Raiders defense in two years. So I think they can get it done here at home against New England, who is struggling. You know, what's interesting, too, to Alex's point, Jeff, is that, you know, the Raiders are averaging about 17 points a game. And we saw Mm -hmm. what we've seen what the Patriots have given up the last couple of weeks. So I think we're going to learn. I think that look the Patriots. It's hard to say this, or hard for a lot of people to I think accept this. They're they're in rebuild. They they got to rebuild this team. The Raiders are retooling, and I think we're going to learn more about the Raiders today than we are about the Patriots in this game. Both of these teams are not any good. The Raiders are poorly coached. Bella, I. The, the Patriots defense is so eviscerated with injury. They had an injury report this week that it legitimately was 21 players long. I think it was the I biggest have never one, right? seen an injury report of that many players. Oh now, granted, some of that is Belichick being Belichick, but some, most of it was legitimate this week. I am not, I'm not touching this game. This is one of those in-game games, though, Vinny. Sure. Where yeah. if this game looks like it's going to be close, I'm going to take the Patriots sure. getting points. Because what, even though he got away with it last week, Josh McDaniels has a propensity for keeping other teams in the football game with just insanely bad decisions. The kicking of the field goal last week should have cost them the game. It didn't because Jordan Love couldn't take advantage. 
I, I even though Bell, it's not the missed field goal. Yes, the attempted, the attempt, even just attempting. That's I, the only thing you can't do there. Yeah. Even punting would have been better there. Make love go ninety nine yards on I, it. Go ahead. Uh, but I, uh, I'm staying out of this. Uh, I understand why sharps are on both sides this week. I understand why people would lay with, with Vegas. I understand why people would take New England because, as Chris has brought up on many occasions, the pay, a team is not as bad as they showed the last week, unless if you're the Patriots, who were worse this week than they were against Dallas, which was kind of jarring, to say the very least. All right, let's go to SoFi next. Rams, Cardinals. Rams are seven, Vinny, with a total of 48. Yep, six and a half on the opener. Initial money came in on the Cardinals. Uh, Connor out, and he's having a terrific season since, uh, uh, since uh, his best season uh, since he's been in Phoenix. So uh, this game now sitting at seven, uh, will it go through seven? It may because it is an afternoon game. Um, the Rams are, have been a popular pick here, uh, play here in, in, in the last day. So would, would, uh, and given if, depending on how the morning rolls into it in multi-leg plays, Alex parlays and teasers, it wouldn't shock me if it goes higher. So seven and 48 right now, which is uh, up the total about, about a point. The number is right where I made it, so stay away from me. Um, we mentioned Arizona, especially the first three games. They were very physical. They were in those games. They covered. Mm -hmm. Then we saw them kind of come back down to reality a little bit the last two games. So I don't know what we're going to get out of them. And the Rams, I mean, they continue to impress me with their offense. I mean, they have Matthew mm -hmm. Stafford. They get Cooper Cup back. And Puka Nakua, I mean, he has the second most receiving yards after Tyreek Hill. So... I mean, they're impressive, too. I could see why people would take either side, but I'm going to stay off of this one. I, I From a spread perspective, this number feels right. I, if you wanted to lay it with the Rams, I wouldn't have a problem. I think Arizona may have already reached their peak, which is strange mm -hmm. to say this early with a team that has one win. But, hey, when we thought they might be one of the worst teams of all time going into the year, yeah. it very easily could be the peak. And maybe they're a little bit overpriced because they've looked better than we thought. Uh, but I'm going to stay off of this. But it would be a lean to L.A. in this one. And also the number one survivor play this week uh, with the L.A. Rams. All right, Vinny, are you playing corner for the Jets tonight? Uh, I might. Are you there? I might. For a, just give me, a, give me a few plays. Not consecutive. Not downs. consecutive. Not consecutive downs. <laughs> Maybe a couple of consecutive series. Eagles uh, at the Jets. There are a ton of key injuries in this game on both sides. Both sides, right? Uh, yeah, the, the Eagles, the Eagles too, yeah. will be without Darius Slay and Jalen Carter, who are arguably their two best defensive players. The Jets are without their whole starting corner room. Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed out with concussions this week. So that could look very ugly on the outside against this Eagles offense with two elite wide receivers in Smith and Brown. Vinny, you're back to seven. I'm a little surprised the market has not reacted as much to the Sauce Gardner absence here. It's one thing if DJ Reed was in and the Jets would be without Sauce. But without both of them, I have no idea how the Jets are going to be able to cover either of those guys today on the outside. Well, there's there's that element, which is an outs, you know an excellent point. I, I think the other element is this. Um, I guess you know can the Jets put some you know can their can their defensive line put pressure on on Hurts? I don't I don't know because what makes a, a, a defensive line better uh, is a defensive secondary. Um, I, I think that the Eagles rush, pass rush, it, you know, people are wanting to believe, I think, it's wishful thinking that Zach Wilson has shown some improvement in the last couple of weeks. Um, he's going to have to show significant improvement today against the, uh, the, the, the Eagles uh, front. 
Uh, and that I put on the coaches. And, and I've not seen them. Again, I, I mentioned earlier about San Francisco and Shanahan having Purdy stay within himself and, and Purdy acknowledging that and fulfilling it. I've not seen that yet with the Jets coaching staff. And I think if you're – if now, that said, the number, it's a take at seven because it's also a key number. Uh, second, probably the second uh, most key number uh, in the NFL. So again, uh, another number that uh, we don't need to fall. But laying six and a half with the Eagles, taking seven with the Jets, would it go through it? Alex, I'm not sure if this afternoon. Again, it's an afternoon game. That's the same thing. Uh, the same point I mentioned with the Rams. Uh, that uh, maybe there'll be more Eagles support this afternoon, with uh, depending on this on the morning. Which I could see because I agree this is going to be. Quite a challenge for Zach Wilson going up against this Philadelphia Eagles team. Um, as you mentioned, both injuries on both sides, but I did lay the six and a half with Philadelphia. They burned me the last two weeks. I think this is the week. I, I bet them to cover against the Commanders. We know how good Washington plays against them. And then last week, I took the over for them and the Rams, and this kind of led me to my bet today. They let the Rams hang in there for the first half. They scored two touchdowns. It's looking like it's going to go over. And then if you watch that second half, their ability to just shut down teams and offensively, they run out the clock, they extend their drives. So if they get a lead here against the Jets, then I think um, I'll, be, I'll be pretty good with my minus six and a half. Before Gardner was ruled out, this was a take at seven, even six and a half for me with New York. Just again, mm -hmm. like I said, with Miami, it's a weird spot for Philly. They played in L.A. last week. Now they're playing. There could be a lot of Eagle right. fans there at MetLife today. There's no arguing. Easy, easy trip. Easy yeah. trip up, up, up the turnpike uh, through the state of New Jersey. But in a weird spot for Philly. But without Gardner, I just can't. I can't get there on the Jets at this moment because I just don't know how they're going to be able to stop that pass attack even with uh, without those guys in the secondary today. Well, I really don't. Maybe we'll get to uh, to that sooner. That. Uh that seven and a half because uh, the uh, the the Rams just went to seven and a half. Rams just went up. to seven and a half. Okay. So same, I think, uh, uh, similar similar circumstances, although uh, more extreme, I think, for the uh, for the uh, uh, Jets quarterback situation. All right, let's get one more here today, guys. Sunday night football, the game it's all going to. Tyrod Taylor and the New York Giants <laughs> at the Buffalo Bills here tonight, Vinny. All right, you're at 15 and a half with a 44 here. Biggest line of the week. No shock here with all the Giants' offensive line issues and injuries, and now with the backup quarterback. Vinny, how high does this get by the time this game kicks at 20 after five here in Vegas? Don't be shocked if it's if it's a a better's day. This game will get to. Don't be shocked if it gets to 17. And I mean, we we did. C15 and we're at 15 and a half now and there was some take earlier at 15 and a half but Chris and I were talking about this yesterday how high can this number go by the way Barkley's uh status cuz that's going to uh still waiting still waiting know, a game time decision yeah. um if he's out then it's it's definitely going to go uh, go higher but I, I if this game saw 17 Alex I would not be shocked no play for me um can't believe this is the primetime game but Good spot for the Bills, really, to bounce back and with that loss to the Jaguars in London, right? I mean, should take care of business here, but I can't lay that many points no. in the NFL. Would you take 17? Tempting. 
I'm always throwing that out there. Just, so, so Vinny, I, such I'll, a bad influence. Vin, Vinny, I'll <laughs> use the line I used yesterday. And it ended up actually working because Vanderbilt did cover for the first time in a long time against Georgia. There are better ways to spend your Sunday night than sweating out the Giants plus whatever amount of points you're getting <laughs> with Tyrod Taylor and no offensive line. And you know what the amazing part about this is? The Bills' defense suffered massive injuries right. last week. Yes. Matt, Matt Milano, we talked the about The last this. two weeks. Yeah. We talked about Matt Milano's injury when we were on the show last week because it was happening in real time. That is a gigantic loss to them long term. It's he is he may not be their best defensive player, but he is their most important defensive player. And we are talking about Buffalo, again, weird travel back from London on top of it, being north of two touchdowns and saying, hey, this might get to 17 by the time this game kicks. That is just a testament to how awful the Giants have looked through the first five weeks. Yeah. And again, a lot will depend on everything going to it, but uh, all indications are that uh, there's going to be plenty of Bills money to continue. I mean, to come no in. reason to think it won't be. You know, so, wow. Yeah, Barkley, uh, probably the game time decision, right? So Game time decision as of now, optimistic he will play. That's the latest report. He's missed the last Shepard. two, right? Barkley last hasn't played since week two. Yeah. Week two, he has. Yeah, he didn't play week three, didn't play week four. Uh, didn't play last week. I totally forgot they even played because that Miami game was uh, – was out of mind very quickly, yeah. uh, but you know it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Again, we thought the Giants would be like the Vikings; they would regress. They won a lot of close games last year. The Vikings' regression has been pretty normal, other right. than the fact that they've done the "we're going to lose every close game now." Uh, but the Giants' regression has been steep. It has been rapid. It has been jarring, especially with how good of a coach I think Dable is. Uh, but they're fifteen and a half tonight, and don't be shocked if you see more. Vinny, tomorrow on the show, yes. We'll have a preview of Dallas and LAC, that right. big Monday night game with some great coaching potentially in that one. Yep. <laughs> More great coach. One and a half. The Cowboys went yep. from two to one and a half right now we'll, and uh, 51. So total being bet up. We will also have the host of Punchlines on this very Frank Nicotero. Frank Nicotero right. will join us right. tomorrow here on Sports by the Book. Also, you check out Frank's show at noon Pacific, Monday through Friday. He's back tomorrow. Sure, it'll be a, a joke or two on that show. No, you think? I think there will be a joke and maybe uh, maybe some maybe some Chianti. <laughs> on that, be, on, we wouldn't be bad. On that note, right? On that note, uh, that's all the time we have here today. Get on your South Point mobile app. You got a few minutes. Make your plays for Week Six in the NFL if you haven't already. For Alex White, for Vinny Malio, I'm Jeff Parle. Shout out to the crew back there and Jerry, Sean, doing a great job. And I'll shout out Ryan, too. I actually got a well-deserved day off Good. today as well. well. You'll see Ryan on Punchlines with Frank tomorrow. See you again. Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio.